Welcome to the Social Media Influencer Podcast. I'm Jenny Peterson, a stay-at-home mom of three, turned six-figure social media influencer, turned CEO of my own seven-figure product-based business. I'm obsessed with all things online business, online marketing, influencer marketing, affiliate marketing, and social selling. Why am I spilling all my secrets? Because I believe when we all do better, we all do better. Let's dive in. Well, hello, my beautiful friend. I am so excited to dive into today's real raw episode. Today, we're going to be discussing something that I struggle with personally, and I have a feeling there's others out there who may be struggling with this as well. We're going to talk about the fact that summer is upon us, surprise, ready or not, and how to not just survive the summer, but how to really thrive in the summer months as mompreneurs. So attention all moms who work from home, whether you have a small business, whether you're a social seller, whether you're in network marketing, affiliate marketing, influencer marketing, this episode is for you. But first I have to read you this five-star review from Trini Ray. It's titled Real, which honestly, that's like the biggest compliment that you can give me. She says, I love watching Jenny on all social media platforms. She does not hold back. We see everything she's going through, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Extremely relatable watching her and her family day to day. She has kept me going in times I had no more left to give. I'm so excited to listen to her podcast. Trini Ray, thank you so much for leaving a five-star review. That really fills my cup and makes my heart so happy. And today's episode is no exception. I'm definitely going to be keeping it real as we are talking about this topic And I know what it feels like to feel like you have no more left to give, that you're running on empty, you're running on fumes. And so without further ado, let's dive into this episode. I don't know about you, but summer for me is a busy mom of three who also owns my own business, CEO of my own business, and works from home have notoriously in the past caused me a lot of stress and anxiety. Our schedules and our routines completely go out the window. Now the kids are home 24-7. And I don't have seven hours a day like I did during the school year to get my work done. I also have ADHD, so I'm very distracted. And at the same time, I'm mindful of, I have three summers left with my baby girl before she goes to college. Is that insane or what? I need to really soak up and enjoy this time and live in the present moment. So can I actually achieve work-life balance? People talk about work-life balance all the time. Does it even exist? Is there a way for me to be present with my kids during the summer? And at the end of the day, feel like I am a good mother and not drop all the balls in my business and be a good business owner. Is it even possible to achieve both? This summer, I swear, has sprung up on me out of nowhere. Like, I feel like we went through eternal winter. We skipped spring and now it's summer and my kids finished school this week and I'm kind of panicking because I have not prepared myself (laughs) mentally for the next few months. I'm not even gonna lie, I'm gonna keep it real. The first thing that I did, when in doubt, Google it out. I went to the Google and I started a search and so many topics and articles came up and videos came up around this topic. Summer productivity tips for parents who work from home. How to keep kids busy during the summer while working from home. Summertime tips for work at home moms. How to work from home with kids and survive summer break. Here's the thing, I don't wanna just survive summer break. I wanna thrive this summer break. I want to be a successful parent and a successful business owner. Is that too much to ask for? I don't think so. I don't think it is either or. I think that we can do both. And the list goes on and on and on. Like six tips on balancing work with kids home for summer, 
21 tips to make working from home successful. And that's not all. I found tons of tips and resources on YouTube and Pinterest, like free printable summer schedules for work from home parents. So much information out there. And that's when I realized, okay, we need to have this conversation because I am willing to bet I'm not the only mom feeling this way. And after spending some time researching this topic just for myself, just to save my own sanity this summer, I have come up with my own list, 11 sanity saving summer tips for the work from home mom like me. Spoiler alert, number 11 is the inspiration for this entire podcast episode. And I have a funny story to share with you of how my husband actually came up with the idea. Starting off with number one, prioritize and schedule family time. I'm going to gather my family together and we're going to create a family summer bucket to-do list. And then we've got to put that stuff that we want to do during the summer, our bucket list in the calendar. What gets scheduled gets done. If it's not on my calendar, I'm going to forget about it. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to get to the end of summer and look at our bucket list and feel bad because we didn't do anything on our bucket list. Then I'm going to create a weekly schedule and print that schedule off and make it visible for everyone in our family. Or what I might also do is just have like a family meeting on Sundays, five minutes, go over our upcoming week. So we're all on the same page. And I put this as number one for a reason. I don't know about you, but family comes first in my book. It's before business. And I don't think I'm going to get to the end of my life and be like, man, I wish I had worked more. No. And the time that I have with my kids is limited. And the time that I have with my kids is precious. And at the end of the day, being a good mother is the most important thing to me. So we're going to schedule and prioritize our family time first. Number two on my list is to take advantage of summer camps and activities. And I'm using this one for my youngest, who's 10 years old. And I know if I don't, that he's going to spend way too much time on screen time. And he's also going to be bored. I hate that, by the way, when my kids are like, I'm bored, I'm bored. I'm like, dude, I never went up to my parents and said, I'm bored. I just went outside and played. But I am filling up his summer schedule with fun activities to keep him busy. I told you I was going to be keeping it real. And you want to know what the sick, twisted irony is of me trying to record this podcast from home? I've been interrupted three times. I'm only six minutes in. Three times. And it's not even summer yet. My kids are still in school. First interruption. And here's the thing. It's my own fault. I started recording and I didn't have a lot of time. I'm like, okay, I have like 15, 20 minutes before I have to go pick up my daughter from school. She gets out early today. And so I hit record. I started recording. I started mapping out what we were going to be talking about. And then I had to go pick her up. So I go to her school and she's nowhere to be found. And I call her and I'm like, baby girl, where are you at? And she's like, oh, I'm at the birthday party. Oh my gosh, I can't even make this stuff up. And I'm like, you were supposed to tell me where the birthday party is, what time it is. And she's like, oh, sorry, it's starting right now. I'm just at the park down the street. Can you go get the present and bring it to me? So then I had to go back home get the present, go back. Like literally, I can't make this crap up. Then I get home. I hit record again. I have three dogs. They start barking up a storm. So I go and see what they're barking at and notice the puppy has had an accident all over the floor. So I have to get that cleaned up. Then I hit record again. Husband's home because he works from home too. And he decides to come into our bedroom. My office is, it's really, it's a really weird office. I'll have to make a video and show you sometime. It's directly off our bedroom in a separate room. Comes into our room and is like, oh man, I just need to lay down. I'm not feeling really good. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me right now? 
So this is a bonus tip. In theory, everything that I'm sharing with you today, yes, it would be a miracle if it all went according to plan, right? And it would be beautiful and it would be magical. But the truth is, mama, you and I, we got to give ourselves some grace because it's not going to be perfect every single day. So we're going to have to give ourselves some grace. We're going to have to be flexible. We're going to have to make changes to the plans and just do our best. And that's all what we really can do at the end of the day is just do your best. In my scripture study last night, I came across this beautiful quote and I shared it with my sister-in-laws because it just is exactly what I needed to read in that very moment. And I'm going to share it with you because I have a feeling somebody needs to hear this right now. This is a quote from Sharon Eubank. And she said, I testify you are beloved. The Lord knows how hard you are trying. You are making progress. Keep going. He sees all of your hidden sacrifices and counts them to your good and the good of those you love. Your work is not in vain. You are not alone. His very name, Emmanuel, means God with us. He is surely with you. Isn't that beautiful? I absolutely loved this quote, and I personally needed to hear it for myself. As moms and business owners, we wear so many different hats. We're constantly juggling all of the things and trying to achieve work-life balance, and it's not easy. But at the end of the day, all you can do is your best, and the Lord knows that you're doing your best, and he sees your efforts. And it's going to be okay. So give yourself some grace because I know God is going to give us some grace. But I had to interrupt my dang self because I was so frustrated with the fact that here I am trying to record a podcast on how to keep your sanity and I'm losing mine. (laughs) So I literally had to like step away. I made myself a collagen. Can you hear? I took some deep breaths. I read a sweet quote and now I'm back to it. But I had to keep it real because my life is not perfect. Not by a long shot. Keeping it real. Follow me for more work-life balance tips. (laughs) Okay, let's jump back into our sanity saving tips, yo. For the summer, for the summer, your kids are home. You're trying to work from home. You don't want to end up in a straight jacket. Tip number three, and again, this looks really good on paper. And in theory, it sounds like a really good idea. Here's the plan. I'm going to tell you the plan. We are going to have a bedtime and a time to wake up in the morning, not just for me, but for my kids too. I don't know about you, but my kids get way off schedule during the summer. We stay up too late. We sleep in too late. And then by the time it's time to go back to school, they are so far off their circadian rhythms. We have to have like a week before school starts just to get back on track. And if I left it up to my family, if I left it up to my children, They're going to want to stay up late every single night and then sleep in. They're going to say, but it's summer. It's summer. We don't have school. And here's where it's been getting really tricky. So I am in a season of my life where I have two teenage daughters, ages 15 and 14. And not only do they have jobs where sometimes they have to work late, but they are both extremely social. They're extrovert, just like their extrovert daddy. They have wonderful friends, which I'm so grateful for, but they want to hang out every night. And how does that affect me? Well, first of all, I've talked about this before. I did not realize this. Nobody tells you this, how having teenagers who stay up late affects your sex life. Let's be real. Because when you're doing it, when everybody's going to bed late, and it also affects our bedtime because we're not going to bed until our girls are home. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's all teenagers or it's just my teenagers, but it seems like late at night is when they want to open up and talk to us. So I know this one's going to be hard for me. 
but I'm going to try my best to have some kind of schedule for my family this summer. So we are not staying up till midnight every night and then sleeping in till 10 o'clock in the morning. And I know if I wake my kids up early, they're not going to be able to stay up late. My girls are going to fight me on that. I can tell you what I already know. I already know how that's going to go down, but I can't do it. I can't do a summer where we're staying up late every night and sleeping in every day. So I'm going to do my best to help my family. And if not just my family, at least I can control myself, get to bed at a decent time and wake up at a decent time. And this is a conversation that I'm going to have to sit my kids down. We're going to have to have this conversation together and all get on the same page and have them help me create a schedule. So then I'm not the bad guy that's implementing my schedule. But you guys, we can't stay up late every night. What do you suggest we do? That's my plan. That's my plan. Wish me luck. Number four is to create a morning routine. I've talked a lot about morning routines on the podcast. I will link to other episodes all about morning routines. For me, I have found it's really difficult for me to just roll out of bed and jump right into work. You can't pour from an empty cup. I can't pour from an empty cup. For me, I wake up in the morning and first thing I do is I drink my trim fit. That helps me wake up because it has 130 milligrams of natural plant-based caffeine. And then I go to the gym. Not because I want to. I rarely ever feel like going to the gym. I have been going to the gym regularly now every single day, five days a week. I'll be honest, sometimes six, but five days a week. And it's not just for my physical health. It's for my mental health. It makes me feel better. It makes my day go better. It gives me energy. I don't touch my phone during this time. I don't answer emails. I don't answer messages. I don't jump into work. First, I fill my own cup by working out and listening to a podcast, a a book, personal development, something to feed my spirit, my mind, my body. And then that gets me fired up to go to work. And your morning routine might look completely different than mine. And that's totally okay. Find out what works best for you. What do you need to do first thing in the morning for you to set yourself up for success for that day? My kids are not going to like this one. Number five, I'm giving my kids a summer checklist. Four things that they have to do each day before they even ask me for anything. And it's really simple. Get dressed, brush your teeth, make your bed, and read 30 minutes of a book every single day. Do your checklist first thing in the morning. And then come and talk to me about what you want to do. But we are not lying around all day in our pajamas being lazy. You're going to start your day with you got to get these four things done first. And I'm going to set expectations right from the get-go that this is what you got to get done first before you get into into the play, the fun stuff. Tip number six, choose your working hours. So what time of the day do you have the most energy? Do you feel the most productive? What are your best hours for you to get work done? Block those off on your schedule and then have a conversation with your family so that you're all on the same page. Listen, from 11 to two, mommy's gonna be working. And then after I get my work done, three to five, that's family time, that's activity time. We're gonna time block here. These are the working hours. These are the family time hours. This is exactly what I'm planning on doing this summer because for me, I have a really hard time if I'm just trying to get work done in the nooks and crannies of my life all throughout the day and trying to be a good mom and a present mom at the same time. I need them to be separate for me to be successful. Did you know they've done studies on this? That when you get interrupted, it takes you 23 minutes on average just to get refocused. 
That's why it's so frustrating. For example, this podcast that I'm recording, and I'm like, I've been interrupted three times. This has taken me so much longer to record because of those interruptions. And that leads me to tip number seven, be all in. When you're working, be all in on working. When you're momming, when you're having family time, be all in on your family. Live in the present moment. Don't try to be doing both at the same time. I've tried. It is not successful. And your kids can tell. Your kids can tell when you're there, but you're really not there. When you're present, you're physically there, but you're really not present. And something that helps me achieve this is tip number eight, block all distractions. I know it's impossible to block every single distraction that can come your way, but try to control what you can control. For me, when I'm working and I'm all in on work, like for example, I'm recording this podcast right now, my phone is on do not disturb because I have ADHD and I am easily distracted. When I'm with my kids and we're eating dinner around the dinner table, there's no phones at the table. Block those distractions to help you be living in the present moment and to be all in, whether you're all in on family or all in on work. Tip number nine is choose a dedicated workspace. I used to be terrible at this. I have worked from home for so long and for years, I didn't choose a dedicated workspace. For years, I would just work from my bed or work from the couch or work from the kitchen table or work from our patio and I didn't have a dedicated workspace. Well, when everybody's home, it is easier if you can have a dedicated workspace. My dedicated workspace is my home office, which is right off of the bedroom. Every productivity expert out there will tell you, do not have your home office in the bedroom. Well, mine, that's how this house was built. It's a separate room. It's off the bedroom. It feels separate and it really works for me. Why? Because there's a door with a lock on it. I can lock myself in there and get laser focused and be all in on work. My husband also works from home and that was hard because we were trying to figure out like, where do we both work? And for a while he was stealing my home office. And what we ended up doing is taking a spare bedroom upstairs It was just a messy playroom that was always a mess, and we made it another office. So he has a separate place where he can go and work and focus. For me, I just know myself. I have a really hard time getting into flow, getting into laser-focused work mode and working if there's somebody else in the room with me. Like just now, he came in, he's like, I'm going to lay down. I'm not feeling very good. And I'm like, I can't record this podcast while you're here. Like it's going to affect my energy. It's going to affect the way that I'm talking. I'm going to be aware that you're right there listening to me. I know that sounds so weird, but I'm like, I can't. So I came to his office to finish recording this podcast. Tip number 10 is to track your time. We're time blocking here. We're time blocking. Here's our work hours and we're time blocking. Here's family time. Whatever you told your kids, your working hours are whatever they are. For example, I said 11 to two stop at two. And I know this is not easy. I know this is going to be something that's personally challenging for me because something with ADHD is we have the ability to hyper-focus, to laser focus. I also have time blindness. So I have no idea if five hours has gone by or five minutes, especially if I'm doing something that I absolutely love. So for me, this looks like setting an alarm on my phone, setting a timer and telling myself, I told my children, I'm going to be working from 11 to 2. I'm done at 2 no matter what. 
I think that by really sticking to my own hours and my word of what I said I was going to do, one, it's going to develop trust with my kids. Because if you tell your kids, hey, I'm working from 11 to 2, and then you keep working until 5, they're not going to believe you. They're not going to trust you. But also, I think this is going to help me get the most important things done first. Because I know I have a small window of time. And I'm not saying those are my hours. I'm just using that as an, as an example. But I know whatever I set for myself, I'm going to have a small window of time to work each day. And I need to get the most important things, the needle movers in my business done first. You're never going to believe it. You're never going to believe it. Guess who just came in to his office to use his office? Because he's like, I need the whiteboard. I need to do this thing that actually he and I both need to do together. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me right now? I can't even make this crap up. I can't even make this crap up. So then I just told him, I said, did you realize every time you and I, we get interrupted, it takes our brains 23 minutes to get refocused. You're killing me. You are killing me today. And I could record this podcast without telling you all the crazy behind the scene things that are happening whilst recording this podcast, but that would feel inauthentic to me. I'm not going to sit here and share productivity tips and hacks when in real life is a struggle today, is a struggle. So I'm back in my home office. This is why having dedicated workspaces is so important. So you're not running all over the house, trying to find a quiet place to work, up and down stairs, different sides of the house. I can't even today. I will tell you this. My husband actually inspired tip number 11. That's the whole reason why I did this podcast was because tip number 11. And when he told me this idea yesterday, I thought it was the dumbest idea I ever heard. Tip number 11 is mega batch your content creation. Now, don't get me wrong. I love mega batching. I am all about that mega batching life. Here's what happened. So yesterday, my husband is really into systems and he's saying, what could we do to systematize the onboarding process for our U affiliates and make it easier for them? What if we gave them a post every single day to post? And I was like, that is the dumbest idea I ever heard. Nobody's going to do that. Nobody's going to want that. Our affiliates with really big followings, they're going to think it's dumb. They don't need us to do that work for them. And I also think part of the reason why I got so defensive about it is because I think I was triggered coming from the network marketing space, MLM space. That's exactly how my upline, which I had a very toxic upline, and did not have good relationships with my upline. They actually hated me. My sponsor hated me. Her sponsor hated me. But that's exactly how they ran their businesses and their team pages. They just told their people what to post every day. And they were super successful doing it. So if I'm being honest, I think I just have some PTSD from the whole copy and paste thing. And thing is, they hated me, but they're very quick to take all of my stuff. Hey, we see Jenny is making a ton of sales because of this post that she did. Download her video, repost it, and use this wording so you can get sales too. But they weren't just taking my stuff. They were taking stuff from all of their people. Or they would do a post and they'd say, hey, this post is working out really well. Everybody copy and paste it. Oh my gosh, this happens all the time. And I'm, I get so triggered by it, but I personally, I don't love the copy and paste life. I think it's important to be authentically you and to speak in the way that only you can speak to your online audience. And I feel like if you just copy and paste, people can see through that. It doesn't sound like you it's inauthentic. A couple months ago, I did a really vulnerable 
post about my business. And then a couple hours later, somebody sent me screenshots saying, I think this girl copied your post. The thing is, is she copied my post word for word and she's not even like an affiliate with my company. It's she works for a completely different company, a competing company. So I'm not about that copy and paste life. However, I sat with his idea for 24 hours. I marinated in it. I started thinking to myself, oh my gosh, it's summer. It's your baby boy's last day of school and you are not ready. I started panicking. And then I thought, what could I do today to help set me up for a successful summer? Mega batching, batching tasks, content creation batching. I also had a horrifying realization that I haven't posted on my Instagram account the entire month of May. And a whole month has gone by. And what's worse is I didn't even realize that I hadn't been posting. I'm super consistent in my stories. I live in my stories. But the actual feed post, it's been a month. I couldn't believe it. And I realized I stopped mega patching. I stopped setting aside one day a week, a couple hours a week to create content for the entire next week. So my wheels are turning I'm going down this rabbit hole of panic, realizing, oh my gosh, it's summer. I'm not ready. What if I set aside a couple hours today, mega batched all of my you content for the month of June, and then schedule it to post automatically so I don't even have to think about it. And I'm not even saying like create all of the content. I'm just saying this one part of my business that's pretty important, posting about my own company. What if I did that? That would make my life a lot easier because what I don't want to have happen is what happened to me when I realized, oh my gosh, I haven't posted on my Instagram all month long. Mega batching works. It helps reduce stress and anxiety. It helps reduce decision fatigue. It helps increase productivity and creativity. And that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to mega batch my content creation, schedule it to post automatically. So I don't, that's one less thing that I have to worry about during the summer. One less thing I have to worry about. Do something today that's going to set myself up for success. Do something today that my future self will thank me for. And then I started thinking, I know a lot of our affiliates are also moms and they are work from home moms. And they're probably feeling a lot of the same anxieties and stress that I'm feeling. And if I'm going to go to the trouble of creating content for every single day in June, I might as well share that with them and say, Hey, here's a post that you can make today and just have a real heart to heart talk with them and say, Hey, listen, I don't know about you, but summer's hard for me. And I want to make sure that I'm setting myself up to be consistent, productive, and have a successful summer as a mom and as a business owner. And I know as affiliates, you have to constantly be coming up with content creation. Well, here's 30 days of posts that you can use as inspiration. You can copy and paste it if you want to. I don't recommend doing that. I recommend using your own voice because I say things like y'all. And if you don't say y'all and you put y'all on your post, your people are going to be like, who this? You know what I'm saying? Make it sound like it's you, or at least give some instruction. I could say, Hey, take a selfie with your products today and post something like this, or this post is working really well for me. I'm going to do the work anyways. I might as well share that with the affiliates that are on my team. And maybe make their lives a little bit easier. One less thing for them to think about. So after sitting with my husband's idea that I was so adamantly against, I had to say, I'm sorry, baby. I think that wasn't actually an excellent idea. This is something that I want to do for myself. 
individually to help me be consistent and post every single day, like why not? Why not take the extra 30 seconds, one minute and share what I'm posting on the daily with my affiliates? And who knows? Maybe now, instead of me just posting alone every single day consistently, now I can get hundreds or even thousands of people to also post, make their life easier by giving them done-for-you posts or at least giving them some direction or some inspiration. That actually really could help my business grow. And I wanted to share this idea with you because anyone, I don't care what business you're in, can benefit from mega batching. It's going to help you work smarter, not harder. It's going to help you set yourself up for consistency. You're going to create better content when you mega batch. But I know that there's a lot of listeners to the show who have a team that are part of network marketing or MLM. And why not? You're already doing the work anyways. Why not share that work with your team and possibly increase your revenue by doing it? Because if one person's posting about a company and a hundred people are posting about a company, there's a big difference, right? It's brand awareness. You're reaching more people. You're going to be getting more customers. If you lead a team of any kind, I definitely recommend this tip. And now really quick, let's go through those 11 tips, mama, those 11 tips that are going to help you thrive, not just survive during the summer as a working mom. One, prioritize family time and schedule it. Two, take advantage of camps and activity. Three, have a set bedtime and wake up time. Four, create a morning routine. Five, give your kids a summer checklist or to-do list. Six, set working hours. Seven, be all in. Eight, block out all distractions. Nine, choose a dedicated workspace. 10, track your time. And 11, mega batch your content creation. That's going to do it for this episode. I hope that this episode helps you. And if it has, please take a screenshot, tag me in your Instagram stories at Jenny underscore Peterson. If you have any other ideas of how to thrive in the summertime as a work from home mom, please share them with me. When we all do better, we all do better. So there is no gatekeeping here. Okay, listen. I want to send you all of the love, all of the positive vibes. You and I, we can do this. And we're not just going to survive the summer. We're going to thrive this summer. Really quick before I let you go, if you'll just double check that you are subscribed to and following the show, that makes the world of difference for this podcast. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I love you and I will see you inside another episode.